Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Shortly after we recorded this episode that you're about to listen to, the volatile runaway dog that we speak of was captured and reunited with his owner. The dog is called Sonny and is a Jack Russell. We wish Sonny and his owner all the very best. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. And welcome to the beginning of another week. It's Monday morning as you're listening to this. Mm. Maybe it's not. Maybe you've downloaded it three weeks later. In which case, what, where the fuck have you been? Email us from the future and give us a fucking heads up. Not so much on Brexit, but at least something about, you know, the GGs. <laughs> something we can use to our advantage. Yeah. Yeah, please do that. Um, uh, let's start with the Prediction League, Sam. Quite an interesting weekend. We're recording this on Sunday evening, so not all the mm. matches have been played yet. In fact, Netherlands versus Germany's just kicked off, which looks quite oh, tasty. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, what are we doing talking on this then? Well, we I don't know. We're gonna, we, we were going to do it half an hour earlier, and then you put it back. A few family issues, mate. A few family issues. Well, um, I'll, I'll catch up with that at half time, and then enjoy the second half, hopefully. Okay. So that is uh, that hasn't been resolved as we as we broadcast as we record, and the other one is Cyprus versus Belgium which is on at the minute as well. But the other three games we predicted have been played. Uh, Sam, you, you clocked up three points. Not bad. Not Solid. Bad. Uh, from three matches. Uh, results bot managed just the one point. <laughs> right. Uh, I have mm-hmm. accumulated seven points from those three F- games. Fuck off. Two correct results, Sam. No. Lichtenstein, what were they? Liechtenstein nil, Greece two. Right. And Kazakhstan nil, Russia four. Fucking hell, Fucking mate. Hell. That's amazing. So that, seven points. Yeah, so the lead, your lead has now been cut to 11 points. Mm, still a healthy lead. But. <laughs> well, you say that. It was uh, it was 15 points before the weekend. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, it's a big leap forward, but, uh, you but, know. Uh, there's there's two matches playing right now, and if as I am Did hot, we predict both of them? Uh, yeah, we've Netherlands, Germany, you said 1-1 one, one, and I said 2-1 Netherlands. Mm. Uh, Cyprus, Belgium, you said 3-0 to Belgium and I said 3-1 to Belgium. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see what happens in the next couple of hours. Yeah. Uh, shall we do some predicting for the matches that are going to happen Monday and Tuesday? Yeah, let's do it. Good. You're not going to bottle it at this stage because you're on the ropes. What are you trying to get inside my mind for? I've got an 11-point lead. I'm not going. I'm not going to go Keegan on you at this stage, mate. It's not even April. We'll see about that because uh, a long way to go. There's a lot of football. Do to you be do you interpret my outburst at that millennial receptionist on Friday as the first signs of cracks in my psyche? I hadn't until you just said that, but it might be. I hadn't until I just said that, and now I'm thinking. Yeah, I went berserk. Maybe the pressure of being on top. Yeah, and being so close to glory got to me and that bloke bore the brunt 
Yeah. Just like that hapless Sky report I did all those years ago. Aye, and as well, you also you also um, called an emergency podcast at the weekend. Mm. That to I me, need an emergency podcast. Exactly. Yeah, that suggests to me someone who's not calm and who's not composed. No. Someone no. who needs to be, you know, saying a lot of things. Talking about the emergency podcast, that dog is still on the loose. Is it? And warnings have been issued as well on local news websites and Facebook pages and stuff saying with pictures of the dog saying this dog is on the loose yeah, and um, it should not be approached because you may scare it and it may attack, right? Yeah. The dog is, is tiny. It's a fucking tiny dog. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell's going on here? If there are any greater signs that this country is in crisis, right? It's the fact that in this day and age, in the 21st century of all the resources and technology mm. and dog traps available to us, that a dog has given the authorities the runaround for over a week now. Yeah. Right? It's going around in one of the most, you know, prosperous parts of the country. Yeah. Waltzing about, scaring children, biting teachers, and they still, they've got no idea what to do. They've issued warnings to the public. This is a fucking dog, mate. Do, imagine do. if, imagine, imagine if the Russians invaded tomorrow. Yeah. If a dog can do this, then, you know, the whole fucking, the whole country is on its fucking knees. Do we have, do we have a name for this dog? Do we know what it's called? No, but perhaps we should name it ourselves. Or I'll find out if you want. Okay. I wonder, um, I wonder what it's eaten. You know, because it's it's been well, at it's, large for two weeks now. It's gone stray. I mean, it'll just be it'll be eating out of bins. It'll be trying to hunt squirrels. It can't be hard. It can't be hard to catch it. All you got to do is know what it's called, and then hold out you know a plate of meat, and then throw a net over it when it comes for the meat. If it's just I a met, little dog. Talking of dogs and what they eat, I met a dog yesterday. Uh, my mate dog. Darren. I went. I was at my mate's. I was at my mate's house, Darren, and he's got this dog called Bailey, and it's a, uh, it's a like a spaniel. I think you know they're very excitable because they still think because of their genes. Yeah, they still think that they're involved in hunting rabbits yeah. and and such. Does it, I don't know. Does that happen with humans? Like you still think you're up to what your ancestors were up to. I mean, I suppose I've got Irish blood, and I was on the piss for a lot of my life. Right. Yeah. I don't um, know. I'm not sure what my ancestry is. I've never looked into it that much. I did nah. have a. Uh, I'd a, love to see you on who do you think you are? Yeah. The, crying in a library because it turns out that your great great granddad was a fucking Nazi. Well, I did have a great. <laughs> It might have been a great granddad. I'm a great great granddad who used to be a, a licensee. He used to have a pub, and I think he ended up ruined uh, in financial disgrace, and possibly with the drink as well. So with I don't drink. know if that. You wouldn't cry at that though, would you? You'd laugh and say good on him. Yeah, I probably would. Yeah, I could, I could see why that's been passed down through the bloodstream, but um, the yeah. bloodline rather, not through the bloodstream. I, uh, that's very different. I I went to school with a kid whose great great grandfather once punched Hitler in the face. Whoa, is that true or is that schoolyard bullshit? No, nah, that's just that's just a great bullshit I read in a magazine once. <laughs> there was a funny American magazine in the nineties called Stuff, not like the stuff here that was all about gadgets it was just mm. a men's mag and it was really funny and on the cover of it one month they had 24 lies you can tell tonight 
But the headline on the cover was, my granddad punched Hitler. And then it said, and 23 other great lies you can tell tonight. (laughs) So it's actually a guide to great lies. Speaking of lies and liars, have you seen the news about Trump that's just broken in the last five minutes or so? No. Uh, Robert Mueller's report says that Trump's campaign did not conspire with Russia during the 2016 election. What the fuck? What a fucking letdown that is. Who's got to him? Who's got to Mueller? Fucking don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't let us speculate because they'll come, they'll come after us as well. they got his kids or something like that. He was supposed to be incorruptible. <laughs> Obviously but not. Unless, unless he's right. I mean, we're all, ho- we're all assuming that he did collude with the Russians, but maybe there's nothing there after all. I don't know. I think they've got something on old Mueller. Uh, it's very suspicious. Very disappo- um, fucking disappointing as well. But there you go. That's the, that's back the to this news. dog Bailey, though. Back to this dog yeah. Bailey. It um, had this bone that they get. You can buy a bone for a dog. I mean, my dog, my dog used to have bones that they were from our Sunday roast, and you give it the bone. But now you yeah. buy a, a bone for a dog. I don't know, you might yeah. do it with your dog. And uh, I didn't know about this. I haven't owned a dog since the 80s. Well, Bella passed away in 1994. <laughs> and my abiding memory of when she received her lethal injection and I had to leave the room, was the veterinary nurse was really fit. Ooh. And I felt a certain vibe between me and her. Ooh. Which was weird because she was about to put my dog down. Yeah. So it, I felt slightly guilty because it's... I looked at Bella and she looked back at me and she was all yellow and jaundiced Yeah. with the dog cancer. Yeah. And she was like, oh, bye-bye, Sam. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, all right, not now, mate. I think I'm in here. <laughs> it's uh, you know what it is. It's the circle of life, isn't it? It was. It felt sort like of. that. And then I actually left the room. My mum stayed in with Bella, and I left her. I thought I can't. I actually couldn't face it. I wasn't tough enough. Mm. And uh, I walked out and sat on the steps, and I thought there's definitely something going on between me and this nurse. But you'd left the room. She, she's giggled. yeah, but. I don't know. I was Depends how much come. you wanted it. How much did you want well, it, Sam? You didn't want it enough. You didn't want it enough to nah. to watch your dog die. So correct. That's but I thought. But part of me thought that if I showed how sensitive I was, that I was unable. I thought it shows my sensitive side that I'm unable to watch the dog die. No, I she'll think, you, oh, what a sensitive bloke. No, I showed that you were a tit. If you'd stayed and showed how strong you were to be able to stay with your dog during her final moments, that would have impressed her. I did that when my dog died. When How Sa- old were you? Sam the dog died, uh, I'd have been about twenty-six, I reckon. Yeah, so you had seven years more life experience. No, on I can't me. have been that old, can I? Something like that. Twenty-four. I was 25. nineteen, and I did do a private wake for Bella. And do you know what song I played at the private wake where I lit a candle for her? Uh, was it, it the greatest it love of a, all by Whitney Houston? It, it was a song that was, I think, number one. At the time, it was, was the it most beautiful girl in the world by Prince. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I liked the song. It was a good song. And I thought, yeah, I'll stick it on. It keeps me, remind me of Bella. And did you and, sing along um, to it in a, in a dog voice as well? <laughs> My mum came out of the room after Bella had been murdered by the vet. <laughs> With a, with a murder injection 
And the first thing she said to me, she put her hand on my back because I was sat on the steps out the front. She put her hand on my back and I went, all right, mum. And she went, I'm pretty sure that nurse fancies you. (laughs) 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 And I got embarrassed. Shut up, mum. Come on, let go on. You're grieving now. I'm trying to grieve. Did you get a number? So who knows? Mum, will you go and ask that nurse out for me? (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, so I'll never know. I bottled out completely of that weird, grief-stricken, and yet erotic encounter. It's, it, it, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because if you if you do come across someone, you know, out of the blue, you fancy, like, for example, a shop worker, you can always go back to that shop again and again and try and strike up a conversation. Yeah. But with a veterinary yeah. nurse, Find it's Find an tough. excuse. Yeah, you need to get I, another animal. And we're I was on the Ill. lookout for a very terminally <laughs> ill animal. Yeah. That I could, because I couldn't risk it just being a bit ill, because I thought this nurse might just specialise in lethal injections. Yeah, so you course. only get to meet her if you're having an animal put down. I, late, later that day, I went round to my mate's house, and there's a few of my mates all sat around in my mate Matt's bedroom, you know, smoking weed and just fucking being idiots like you are. Of course. And not much to do. And I walked in, and these were my mates who I've been mates with like all my life, and yet what we had studiously done was never, ever, ever have a conversation about anything serious or emotional, right? Fair enough. Yeah, quite I mean, we'd, right. we'd had mates whose parents had died and it had never been mentioned. It had literally been like, all right? Like, you knew it happened, but mm. you just didn't talk about it. I walked into the room and it was filled with smoke and one of my mates went, I heard Bella died. And I went, yeah, that's right. And I thought, this is weird. What's he bringing this up for? <laughs> and he went, yeah, well, at least you had a good innings. And then there was a silence and no one knew how to react to the fact that he had <clears throat> raised this issue head on <laughs> and was trying to, in, a, in his own way, comfort me. <laughs> and after the pause lasted for what seemed like an eternity, but it was probably only about five seconds, another mate just said, Shut up, you insensitive cunt, and started punching him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, they sort of beat him up a bit, like a mini beating yeah. for saying it to me. And I just sort of had to go, no, it's all right, leave him alone, it's fine. Yeah, it's not the worst thing he could have said, was it? No, that was the point. It was a nice thing to yeah. have said. But he was punished because it made the other people in the room feel, feel awkward. Yeah. Anyway, it was an awkward day and Bella was dead. But back to Bailey... Uh, my mate Darren said we usually get a quite posh bones that you get from Waitrose that cost about four quid or something I think he said right he goes they're really like nice they're like venison bones or something and I went wow and he went but the other day we went to the shop on the way home him and his daughter and we she wanted to look in Poundland you know kids they love Poundland right who doesn't and he goes we bought this Poundland bone he went, and ever since she's been eating it, you see that you get what you pay for, because ever since she's been eating it, she has been shitting white 1980s dog shit nonstop. Oh, big time. And I thought, interesting, because we all thought, I mean, it's a cliche to remark now that you don't see white dog shit anymore. Do you remember? Hey, hey, do you remember, remember white dog remember shit? That's good, wasn't it? What's all that about? Uh, well, it's back. If right. you feed your dog Poundland budget bones, right. you will see white dog shit again. Brilliant. It's like going in a feces time machine. 
Because it was meant to be chalk, wasn't it? It was supposed to be chalk that was in dog food well, to pad it out, and that was supposed to be the well, source must... of the white dog shit. Yeah, so this bone is probably half chalk that they're feeding yeah. the dog, the pound lamb bone. Good, good to know. Public but, service announcement there from you. Yeah, it is. If you want, if you want to see white dog shit again, because I know, judging by the amount people fucking go on about it, they obviously <laughs> miss it. yeah. Yeah. Well, it's simple. It's back now, and it's stored in Poundland, so go and feed your dog, or a stranger's dog. Just leave them around the area. If you don't own a dog, buy a job lot of these. They're that cheap. Leave them around your area, yeah. and soon you'll see loads of dog sh- d- white dog shit everywhere. Jalapeño. This episode of Top Flight Time Machine is brought to you in association with Poundland Dog Bones. Mmm, that's a tasty dog bone. The source of white Robbery. dog shit, 2019. Yeah. Jalapeño. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Jalapeño. Shall we do the predictions? Yep. Here we go then. First of all, Montenegro versus England. Tomorrow night, apparently. I, I knew nothing know. about I didn't this. I know that. I don't, I don't know what know Montenegro that. is. No, I don't know what Montenegro is. I th- is it Yugoslavia? It's kind of in that area, I think. Okay, so that means they it, might it be quite good. It feels balcony. I've got a strong worry that some of our black players might be subjected to racial abuse. Yeah. Do you think that's um, an unfair it, uh, prejudice of mine? No, I think prejudice against the Montenegrins. Yeah. Uh, don't know. My you know, whenever they get out to the Balkans, there's going to be some yeah. pretty old-fashioned opinions. Yeah, my racism prediction meter is kind of going yeah. into the red a little bit here, so I think you could yeah, be yeah. up to something. But that's not what Your we're predicting. Your racism radar. You don't get any extra points, Sam, for predicting terrorist racism. <laughs> giving it a score. I think <laughs> I predict a racism score of eight at this game. Okay. Uh, I, I predict the score will be... Montenegro nil England two. Ooh, okay. I um I've got to go with something different. I'm gonna to have to go for two one. I don't know why, it just feels right. Two hmm. one to England, obviously, not the Montenegro. Uh sorry if any Montenegrins are listening and feel as though we've patronised them and cast Get in them touch as and educate us. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I say ignorant thoughts out loud in order to invite education from others. Yeah, we, we do a deep dive into Montenegro, its history and its culture in, men, and its in many ways. And its food and booze. Be, being publicly ignorant is in itself a form of education. Mm-hmm. Because if you've got the balls to express, you know, some of the most ill-informed and ignorant opinions that you have inside of your brain, yeah. if you've got the balls to say them out now, which many people don't, but I've always 
been willing to do. Yeah. That's often how you learn, because then someone gets in touch and goes, listen, you absolute ignorant cunt. Yeah. Let me tell you something about, for instance, Montenegro. Um, and then there you go. I'm, I further myself as a person. It, it's a slight difference between a lot of people who are pig ignorant and just express that on the internet, on Twitter, places like that, and mm. aren't prepared to learn. They're just stuck yeah, in their I'm always ways. open. I'm always open to suggestions. But you're you're keen for your idiocy to be cured. I am. Yeah. yeah. I want people to confront it. I want to. I want people to see it in its raw, grotesque state, yeah. warts and all. <laughs> And I want to say, look at this. What are you going to do about it, and you society? Want to, you want them to burn those warts off? Yeah, with burn a them lighter. off. Yeah, with one of them lighters you get in the car. Don't get them anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's how you do it. Ones you push in, and then <laughs> yeah. you pull it out when it's red hot, and then fucking do my boil with it. <laughs> boil of ignorance. <laughs> right, we're getting into there. It's dangerous territory there, I think. Um, Luxembourg versus the Ukraine. Tough one. Bloody I'll, hell. I'll go first on this one if that's all mm. right with you. Yeah. Uh, I think this is going to be a comfortable win for the Ukraine by three three goals to nil, Ukraine. Yeah, I mean, Luxembourg are one of those teams that have never like win once every 10 years. Yeah. So I'll say nil. What did you say? Three nil. Or nil three. I'll say nil four. Oh. Right, Kosovo versus Bulgaria. Very balkany, this one. Yeah, I've high, how, what's your racism radar saying? I, I think the racism will cancel it, itself out between both sides. It's confused, it's crashed. I don't think uh I don't think dead eyed white East Europeans can be racist against each other. No, but they might just be saying racisms. About, against about other people, people who aren't there. there. Well, I suppose yeah. they've got different creeds and things like that, haven't they, within that area? Because I say the civil tribes. wars all started, tribes and tribes, shit. Different tribes, yeah. yeah. So it could be tribal different racism. Subspecies, So it could be, a nine. could be a nine for the racism, mm. this one, then. Mm. But in terms of the score, don't know anything about the Kosovan team. Oh. Um, did just, funnily enough, just before this podcast earlier this evening, uh, engage in a FIFA match in right. which I was Bulgaria. My son has arranged the most complex and huge FIFA tournament for me and him ever. <laughs> it involves 48 teams, every international team on FIFA 19, right. competing against each other. And they compete in order, in alphabetical order. So the game that I just took part in was Cameroon versus Bulgaria. <laughs> and I was Bulgaria. And I did notice they had a couple of good players, not least an attacking midfielder called Oh, Popov. you've done research. Fuck. And so for that reason, yeah. I'm going to say this will be 3-1 Whoa. to Bulgaria. To Bulgaria. It feels like a derby match to me, this one. And derby mm. matches generally finish 1-1. So that's what I'm going for with that. 1-1. The rule book goes out. The form book goes out the window, doesn't it? Yeah. I, just, I should point out these have been randomly chosen by our uh, random by the blob. fixture blob. Yeah, these are, these are the fixtures that emerge from inside its gelatinous guts, it, if you like. Does it go like this? Kind of like that. And, yeah, and a bubble emerges out of the top with the fixture Whoa. inside it. And I'm the glad fourth, that you look after that blob and not me. I wouldn't like to watch that. That's a lot of pressure. I've got to mm. keep it moist at all time. I keep it yeah. in a, a fish tank. Um, the fourth <laughs> fixture that it's it's 
puked out for us is Andorra versus Albania. Fuck I've been to up. Andorra. Have you? I went to Andorra on a on a press trip when I was when I was working in my first job on a magazine, and it was one of those ones. Someone's gone. I was like, Gina, go. Do you wanna? There's a trip. There's a trip going. Uh, I can't make it. It's a skiing trip. And I was like, I've we'll never, I've, ne- I've never been skiing in my life. And like, oh, don't worry. Like, anyway, it's snowboarding. And I said, oh, I've never been up a mountain. <laughs> and they said, well, you better go. So I thought, oh, all right. <laughs> oh, I was really homesick. I was up this mountain. Of course you were. Fucking hell. I was up, I was up this mountain. I was with one bloke from the Sun and one bloke from the fucking Daily Express. And I'd like only been working a few months and these people were proper old-fashioned hacks like the ones you used to mm. see in Spitting Image. You know, the pig men with pig the hats with on. Pig men hats on, yeah. Don't worry, Sam. We'll look after you. Yeah. We're from Fleet Street. Don't <laughs> worry. Are you drunk yet? All, Why not? Yeah, it was exactly like that. All this about is getting as much fucking free stuff off of these stupid PR. Get our noses in the fucking trough. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh all right. Don't miss me, mum. We were supposed to go snowboarding because my boss said I had to write an article about it when I got back. Ah, don't worry about it. Fucking that. make it up, you stupid little cunt. Yeah, it was exactly like that. That's what we do. We'll get on a pissy old day. One, the Daily Express guy was pouring brandy in his coffees at breakfast at nine o'clock. <laughs> I go, there, eh, want some of this in your son? And I go, no, fuck you. He <laughs> go, what's the matter with you? Think you're too good for us? All right, I'll have some then. Fucking glossy magazine twat. Yeah. And then, towards the end, I hated the whole week, apart from the bit where we got to go on fucking skidoos. You know, like like those fucking jet bikes on skis. That was wicked. I was obviously shit at... I'd never been up in that environment before. I haven't been since either, because, let's be honest, skiing's for cunts. (laughs) And snowboarding is also for cunts. Yeah. But, you know, being up a mountain was actually all right. But then the then on the I was getting I was obviously really looking forward to going home because of my homesickness condition. Of course. By this age, I'd got into like missing my girlfriend. <laughs> Sam, as we're doing this podcast right now, are you missing your mum? I met my wife's downstairs. She's not your mum. I'm missing her a bit. Are you missing your wife um, a little bit? <laughs> I've seen my mum today, so I'm kind of all right. But okay. what was bad was on this holiday, I was missing my girlfriend mainly. Oh, I really miss you. It's a- <laughs> She was like, yeah, what's it like out there? Oh, shit. I ain't been up a mountain. I wish I was back home with you. Horrible men are here. Pig men. These pig men keep making me drink brandy. (laughs) (laughs) I went on the skidoo. That was all right. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to write my article about either. I'm probably going to get a sack when I get home because the pig men won't let me snowboard. They say it's for Nancy boys. This is the worst job in the world. I want to work at BQ instead. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then... So I was like, oh, there's only one more day at least. (laughs) And then this fucking blizzard kicked up. And then they said, you're going to be snowed up. There's no way we're getting down from this mountain. No fucking way we're getting down from this mountain. So the pigmen were like, ah, fucking great. We'll be locked up this mountain and we'll still be on their fucking bill. (laughs) We can just keep living here in this mountain until this fucking avalanche clears. And I'm like, what are you talking about? We can't stop here. We've got things to get back for. And they're all like sort of older than me. Like, 
I've got fucking three kids and a wife at home. This is bliss being away from them. <laughs> it's the perfect excuse. I'm up a mountain in a nice hotel and everything's on to expenses. And I'm like, well, I need to get back. I've got to get to work and see my girlfriend. And they're like, you ridiculous <laughs> bastard. Have another brandy, right? And um, that night, they were dead said, look, it's very unlikely. Unless the snow stops, it's very unlikely we're getting down this mountain. And if it carries on, it will get snowed up the mountain. And, you know, sometimes you have to wait a week for it to thaw before you can get the coach can drive back down the fucking mountain. Right. I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. And all night I was stood at my window looking out, looking God. for the blizzard to calm. I was really anxious. Fuck it and up. In the morning, I'm fucking down there at 7am. The coach driver swaggers in some fucking flash Andorran cunt. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, his aviator glasses on. Like the Andorans. Hi- highlights in his hair. <laughs> all cool. Stubble. Bit like a Jurgen Klopper-like, really. I'm like, you a coach driver? He's like, yeah. I go, we're going to get down the mountain or what? And he's like, ah, I don't know. This we and that. The... He got, yeah, it was very this and that. This and that. And I'm like, never mind, this and that. I've got to get back to London. <laughs> and he's fucking, I'm with these pig men. And I don't know what they're going to do. If they get any more pissed, I think they might kill me or bum me or both. <laughs> right. And he goes, nah, we'll put the chains on the wheel. So he puts the chains on the fucking wheels and he goes, you want to get on the coach? We'll give it a go. You don't want to get on the coach? I don't care. This and that. <laughs> So everyone gets onto the coach and all of the rest of the fucking pigmen just fell asleep, hung over. <laughs> and we were going down this fucking mountain all the way down it at two miles per hour on the most fucking terrifying precipices <laughs> round every bend with Signor this and that just fucking smoking a fag with his glasses on, barely looking, barely looking. And you're like tottering on the edge of these fucking mountain turns. And I am the only passenger awake. There's only two people on the coach awake. This and that, the driver, and me, yeah. the young lad, the young cub reporter. <laughs> and I'm fucking with my nose pressed to the window. And I'm literally going, oh, fucking hell, watch out, mate. <laughs> and he's just like casually once in a while glancing back while he puffs on his cigarette. Like, yeah, he's <laughs> a strange baby cut. man. Eh, hey, come on. Have a nice little kip like your pig friends. <laughs> you don't need to worry about anything. We go over the edge of a cliff, so we die. Oh, you don't know anything about it. You want to be asleep for that, mate. <laughs> it's best if you're asleep when we die. <laughs> Think about me. I'm going to be the line awake. <laughs> Why are you worried? Fucking <laughs> took us about five hours to get off this mountain, and I was wide awake and shitting it the whole way, and all these other fuckers were asleep. Anyway, that is my experience with Andorra. That's Andorra. That's Andorra for you. It's all right, but I wouldn't go up the mountain if if you get homesick like yeah. me. Although the Skidoo experience is, as you would expect, a a one. Yeah, good. Well, with that in, in conclusion, mind, I would say Andorra nil. Who are they playing? Albania. Oh, I've been to Albania as well. Oh, fucking hell! <laughs> Can you see? I'll tell this story episode? another day. But briefly. When I was in Albania filming a documentary for the BBC, yeah. I became 100% convinced that a, a bloke who was there, who was supposed to be like an attache from the local BBC office, yeah. who's shown us around, I became convinced, this was years later, 
And I was by that stage, I basically was a pig man. Yeah. I'd become the pig men I had once sort of despised. <laughs> and I was so I was really drunk the whole time I was there. And I became convinced that this geezer was actually an Albanian spy Whoa. who was going to fit me up for something and have me banged up. He was right. working on behalf of the government. I can't fucking remember why I thought that. Anyway, if, obviously, Albania is a whole different fucking kettle of fish to Andorra. I mean, it is a fucking madhouse. Well, with um, that in mind, what do you think's going to happen at the football? 2-0 two, two to Albania. 2-0 to Albania. Mm. I'm going to go 0-0, nil, nil, that one. Okay. Cancel each other out. Finally, Bosnia-Herzegovina versus Greece. I'll go first on Good this one, shall this. I? Yeah. Uh, fuck knows. Anything could happen in this one. <laughs> I reckon 1-0 to Greece. I'll say two Bosnia Herzegovina at home. Yeah, two nil to Bosnia. Fair enough. Yes, mate. Sorry, that's all right. Said we'll it. see how it pans out. All right. Um, yeah. yeah, that's it. That's the, that's the predictions, and that's the end of the episode. Because I want to go and watch Netherlands Germany now. Fair enough, mate. We'll be back with mailbag tomorrow, anyway, won't we? We will. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. Enjoy your Monday. Yeah. See you next time. Ta-da. Bye. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.